Welcome to the Cricket's Sidecar, where we go a little further into a story of note with the person who wrote it. This is Chris McGinn at the Manchester Cricket, and I am once again here with uh, Hannah Harlow on a nice sort of fall day here. Hello, Hannah. Hi, how are you? I am well, thank you. It's nice and quiet and sort of, I don't know, it's nice to be in the bookstore on a day like today. I may not leave, so it's good. <laughs> You're welcome to stay all day. Thank you. Thank you. I might. Of course, thank you for your wonderful piece and a different piece, which I really, really, really enjoyed reading because it gave us an inside glimpse into the world of book selling and how early you all have to get on it for the holidays. So can you walk us sort of maybe through how that works? Yeah. I mean, I think this is a thing for all retailers. I mean, sometimes book selling is like its own unique little world. But I imagine for all retailers, we have to start thinking about holidays really early. So I ordered calendars, for example, back in like March. Oh, gosh. And... <laughs> Then I ordered like holiday cards and advent calendars and wrapping paper, all that kind of stuff we ordered in July. And now it's coming in. Now it's September 1st and all these places want to ship all of their inventory to us. Right. I can see it here. Yes. As we sit here in the back of the bookshop, there are advent calendars and holiday cards and all kinds of good things. here. Yes. And my UPS driver is not particularly pleased with me, I don't think. <laughs> Oh, come on. I don't know. It's got to get happy for the holidays. It's yeah. just starting, you know, three months early. Uh, so we are, you know, getting this into our system and we're pricing it all. And then it kind of goes into storage for a couple weeks because I don't think people are quite ready to buy their Christmas wrapping paper yet. Right. But it'll come out kind of right. Well, in early November, we'll put the advent calendars out people sure. do need to get kind of on top of those. But yeah, people people like my mom who actually are like totally well in advance everything's like wrapped and labeled and shipped and then there's people like me who'll be skidding in here two weeks before christmas trying to gather it up but you know we yes. all get it done so okay good well it'll be fun but you also did speak a little bit about sort of the books that you know are going to be you know in demand around the holidays which we can speak to you mentioned I actually didn't know, you know, that some an author I've enjoyed, Anthony Doerr. We all get to hear the train and Beverly Farms <laughs> coming train. through. <laughs> Has a new book coming out, which I'm very excited about. And you mentioned a couple of others. I have to say what I also liked even more than the obvious ones were that you kind of talked about having you yourself to guess at or kind of throw out a few that you think would be nice for the holidays. Yes, and um, when I'm doing my own reading... I'm always trying to do a mix of reading the bestsellers because that's what people are going to buy and they want to know what they are and I want to be able to talk about them. And then also reading what's maybe not a given bestseller so that I can figure out, you know, what are these undiscovered gems? Right. You know, that's what we're all looking for in the bookselling world. Like, I want our customers to discover books they didn't know about here and I want them always to go home happy. So we need to kind of be able to really authentically sell good books. Yeah, and I think that it, it makes it a more sort of authentic experience coming in here knowing that some of the books that I'm going to pick up and look at are because you read them and thought we would like them, not just because they're bestsellers or because they're well-known authors or, 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 but I like that. that yes. That's so, a so valuable Having skill. that mix of, you know, the bestsellers and the undiscovered gems and just making sure that every book we have in the store is you know, of a certain quality. So it's a curation part of it. 
But September and October have always been big publishing months is when the heavy hitters really come out. Um, and part of that is just to have it established and on the shelves in time for, you know, big holiday sales, which is, you know, some t but for some people, some stores, it's, you know, a third of their business is done in wow. December. I guess it makes sense, though. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, a little bit of the, the business behind it. I like it. And I have to say the other, back kind of on the book front, you had... As one of the ones that you were recommending, I did not know about Poet Warrior by Joy Harjo, which is going to be on my, my list yes. because of you. I loved it. And I hadn't read her before. She is Poet Laureate of the United yeah. States. Yeah. Uh, she's an indigenous woman and has many poetry collections. And she's written one other memoir. And then this is her second memoir that just came out two weeks ago, okay. a week and a half ago. And it's beautiful. I was reading an advanced reading copy over the summer. And I just, there are, there is some poetry mixed in, but even just, and it's not, her poetry isn't hard. You know, I know a lot of people struggle with poetry and I do too. I, you know, I think a lot of us overthink it, mm. but her poetry, at least what was in this memoir was very well integrated to the story. It was kind of seamless to read it as you're reading kind of the prose of her stories. So I just, it loved it. And it's like a little, it kind of bounces around a little bit. They're like little vignettes of growing up and family life. And it's definitely a story of survival, but it's not dark or grim. It's really hopeful. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I'm going to walk out of here with it today. <laughs> Full disclosure, I rarely leave without a book, <laughs> which is a wonderful byproduct of this. So, well, this is wonderful. And I really want to say thank you for giving us a glimpse inside. I I think it's fascinating and it just continues to make coming here and looking at the books that you have all the more interesting and special. Oh, so thank, thank you, Hannah. Thank you for listening to this episode of Sidecar. To hear more Cape Ann stories like these, subscribe to the Sidecar podcast from thecricket.com on your favorite podcasting platform.